What's up, guys? Suits is finally back in all of our lives. We're going to talk about all about it. The first two episodes right here and Mike and Rachel's last season together on the show. It's going to be crazy. Tune in. Check it out. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's up? We gotta do the shoulders. We gotta do the shoulders. We gotta we gotta do it for, for Steve. Start it off. Uh, unfortunately, Steve's not here this week, but he will be back next week. Uh, Till then, we, Lena and I, JB, have you guys covered for the first two episodes. We're talking about hard truths and bad man. Uh, it's gonna be good. It's great. I'm so happy Suits is back in my life. Like it's. it's Dude, what a what a comeback. A, yeah, it was such a long break too. I mean, they take. Quite a hiatus for the winter, but we are back now. Um, and what a cliffhanger we left on! I mean, uh, Donna kissing Harvey. This has been, as you guys, uh, fans know, such a thing set up from the way back when, like the origin of this. There's a lot of Team Darvies out there. Um, you know, we we don't have to get into <laughs> politics right now. We can keep we can stay neutral, but. Yeah, it finally happened, and we, we're dealing with it now, which is cool. I mean, it starts off, they kind of address it, which everybody was waiting for. You know, the kiss hanging over everything. Harvey's obviously rattled. Uh, it's affecting Paula and his relationship, clearly. He kind of acts a little bit rash and asks her to move in. How do you feel about that? You know what's interesting is I've always been one of the people on the panel to love Donna. Not necessarily Donna and Harvey together. I know everyone has their different teams. It's right. like... Um, Harvey and Paula or Harvey and Donna but I really think she crossed the line I think you know Louis Litt said it best when he said you know Donna it's not like you just divulged how you felt you actually right. went and you kissed a man who is in another relationship and actually I have so much more respect for Harvey now because his immediate reaction was you made me that man that I never wanted to be right. like, she also knows he kind of has that foundation of growing up and the cheating so for her to actually just be forward and kiss him, I thought, wow. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was kind of speechless. And her reaction that she felt nothing kind of really threw me off. I don't know if I believe her. Uh, well, I mean, I think that she felt something. It just wasn't what she wanted to feel. Or I guess, I mean, we knew that she kind of kissed him to see if he would kiss her back. And like then they would like start a relationship, throw everything away and, and do that. Or not. And he, like the way that it was confirmed that he didn't kiss her in the way that, like, they just quit everything and, and be together. At least not right now. Which I am a fan of. I, I like both of the characters a lot, but I like them as as they've always been, like, that working relationship. And I think that that's the that's how I like those ter- characters to be. I know that there's always, like, been a contingent of people wanting them to be together and they, they do get along great. So I think that they would be able to like, I mean, they're essentially like office yeah. husband and wife because they've never been separate for more than a day. Well, I mean, uh, they have, they have an excellent work relationship. She, you know, Harvey admitted at the end of episode two saying that you have always put me ahead of yourself. You've always put me first. You, you call me at six o'clock in the morning. I'm the first one you call at midnight when you have a thought going through your head it's just, for me, I feel like Donna acted really impulsively. And I understand that even as a woman that oftentimes I may act impulsive, not in situations like this, but she acted off of emotion. She was listening to um, 
Mike talk about him and Rachel and mm-hmm. then talking about um, Harvey and then she was listening to Lewis saying that I'm going to go after what I want but it's like she took two different people's situations applied it to herself and then just ran and acted out impulsively not really thinking about the consequences and I do think that she actually felt something even though she's saying like I felt nothing I think she's just trying to save face slash you know keep whatever working relationship they have left going right right and I mean, so I definitely think she felt something and I just didn't think it was fair of her to be in a confused state and then just kind of throw Harvey into that confused state as well like yeah I was I mean it was way inappropriate so I think that she realized that and, and that part might be part of the reason why she's trying to like hide her feelings and kind of like bite her tongue a little bit because she knows like she did really put him in a bad position. I, I understand, like, that she needed to know, but it still doesn't excuse the fact that, like, what she did has consequences and, like, she put the other party in, like, such a terrible position. That's, that's not what a friend would should do. It was terrible, but actually ended up being the underlying reason why he faced his hard truth. Harvey's hard truth right. was not only just with Jessica, which I'm sure we'll get to, but was also that he never told Paula that him and Donna had slept together like 10 years ago which I thought was weird because he's had so many sessions with her and it's right. almost like he's always kind of protected Donna for himself so even when he wasn't romantically interested in Paula he never shared right. what happened with Donna which I always found kind of interesting like that that in itself kind of says how much he respects Donna and wants to keep that part to himself so I kind of liked the fact that at least the outcome of this all was that Harvey was finally truthful with her he was truthful about the fact that Donna kissed him and then he was truthful about the fact that he did have a romantic relationship with her which opened for Paula to say that the relationship makes her in, or the friendship makes her insecure and then I also like that I feel like it kind of I mean it's how they showed us at the end it made him it made Paula and Harvey closer yeah absolutely I mean he aside from the moving in aspect I think <laughs> he wanted to like it was a great growth opportunity for him and he really did go to the next level like being more honest with Paula and and really realizing like why like how that affects her and and it got her to kind of let some truth out and be like yeah I am threatened by Donna like how how could you not she worked they are so close together and they you know obviously have feelings for each other and and the fact that she didn't know that something happened to with them I you know I I understand why like he didn't want to tell her that cuz you know, it was all on the surface, but I'm happy that it's all out in the open now. Paula's reaction was pretty crazy, though. Like, most women would get so upset. would be like, I was right. I told you there was something going on with you and Donna. Right. But I feel like she handled it pretty well. She was like, I'm less upset with Donna kissing you and more upset about the how right. you handle it after the fact. Like, she embraced him and he kissed her and he's like, move in with me. <laughs> like, totally. a woman just kissed you. You didn't even tell me, but you're asking me to move in with you? After he was kind of like, what are you doing in my place? yeah. Because remember, like, when he first walked in, he's like, what are you doing here? She's like, you gave me a key. That's what I'm doing here. Yeah. I I mean, she is a a therapist as well. So she's very, you know, on top of her own emotions. That being said, she didn't, you know, let everything that she was feeling be known to to Harvey. So I think, you know, relationships are hard. And and it's nice that even the people, like, she professionally helps other people through their issues like that. And even she, like, wasn't completely upfront. So, yeah, no one's perfect. And I think that was kind of a cool moment that um, showed that they weren't, but that they, through communication, everything works out. Communication is key. Totally. Communication is key, which, which uh, I mean, kind of trickles down to everything. The 
whole uh, Stanley Gordon thing. I mean, they were in kind of a bind. Uh, the firm where Jessica's name like needed to be taken taken off and, and Harvey to take it to the next level and just move the firm forward like as as their own and he's finally able to do that I mean, and I don't think well I, I, through again communication if he just kind of talked it all out they probably could have come to that conclusion earlier um, where they didn't have to try all these different schemes, like Lewis kind of goes off and, and tries to blackmail someone, and then it <laughs> doesn't work, and Harvey kind of uh, tries to pull some tricks up his sleeve with, with Gordon as well, and that um, doesn't work. So then at the end of the day, they just kind of needed to just take a moment and, and write this thing and kind of essentially throw Jessica under the bus, which sucks, but it definitely it needed to happen. I think when, you know, there was a great line, like, what would Jessica do? I literally and, uh, was looking at my nose to read. He said, I asked myself, what would Jessica do? So even with her name coming off, right. she's still kind of like that spirit that yeah. just comes in. She has that phone call right at the end um, with her and... Um, and Harvey? No, Donna, sorry. I was like, yeah. who took the phone at the end? Donna... I will tell you something. So it was interesting to me when the name came off in this whole situation is I liked how the screenwriters or, you know, whoever wrote this episode, they kind of tied in Gordon and, like, all these other players. Because don't you ever wonder, like, what happens to all these name partners or these people that were a part of the firm, like, over all these seasons? Like, where do they go? So I love the fact that they came back, added Gordon in it. Gordon kind of felt like he got his little bow on top by, you know, releasing that statement about Jessica. But... I'm surprised that Harvey actually released that statement. I really didn't think he would do it. Yeah, I, mean, I think he really didn't want to, especially since um, it. he knew all those words, as harsh as they were, were, like, about his actions. So I think that made it even harder, like, not just throwing Jessica under the bus, which sucks and he yeah. would never want to do. He ha- was, like, essentially saying it to himself. And I think that's a really hard pill to swallow when you know that, like, you are – like that horrible, like what needed to be said to kind of clear their name was so bad. And like he has to know that he did that. Like yeah. it is like that atrocity that like someone would be denied. Like she got disbarred. Like that's crazy. Um, and so he has to know that he, you know, is to blame for that. And so that was just so hard. At least Jessica's getting her money back. <laughs> She is. She's getting paid <laughs> and like off the books too. Where's that's the crazy. two million going? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I can't wait to to see. I I don't know why she needs it to be like off the record um, so much, but I mean, and she can't say anything about it. It's very shady stuff, but it is. But I feel like it's gonna end up tying in somewhere, and I love the fact that they're still incorporating her in this season mm-hmm. because I love to have like Jessica in it, even if she's kind of like off in another right. state. But no, I agree. I think it was important for the name to finally come down. I feel like it's just the banner that needed to be ripped off. Like, we went back and forth about the name right. coming off, like, how many episodes in. Um, what's interesting is, I think it's a little bit too soon for them to already be thinking about another name partner, but I understand for facial reasons they need, like, a new name to add to make the whole firm stronger. Right. I mean, three is definitely a power. But how, more. like, how random was that meeting? Like the meeting they had with um, Kyle Clement, Clement, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that was kind of a <laughs> that went south very quickly. Um, but I think it, to me, it was just basically a power play between you know Donna and Harvey. Obviously, the, at that point, they hadn't talked about everything, and it wasn't 
um, you know, all tidied up. And so they were having an argument, like, without having the argument. And, you know, Harvey said, like, don't set this up. Like, I'll take care of it. Donna came back and, like, did it anyway. And so, you know, he was obviously pissed about that. It's kind of power play. Yeah, but Lewis told her to do it. Right, right. He did, but she still did it at the end of the day. Just because, I mean, Lewis says a lot of things, yeah. let's be real. And so she, she did it uh, despite what Harvey said, like, exactly to her. And so, you know, he was letting her know that that's not cool. And, and in that meeting, it was such a great moment. Like, she kind of, like, sets Harvey up to be like, okay, well, like, you know, if you got to answer this or else we're going to look bad. And he really went up to her and he was like, yeah, well, I guess, you know, like, because Kyle was like, what am I doing here? And she's like, what is he doing, Harvey? And he was like, I don't know. We're not really looking for anybody. So you're probably wasting your time. And and that was a cool – it was an interesting move because, A, I didn't see that coming. And he was able to one-up Donna without making himself or the firm look bad. He just sort of made Donna look bad because she obviously set that meeting up. I think it was premature of her. I mean, he had just said the day, was it the day before or the day earlier, like, I don't trust your judgment anymore. The fact that you made a call, like, that's across that right. line. And I will say this. She had a valid point. That line has always been blurred. <laughs> like, there's never been a clear right. black line between Harvey and Donna. So she did have a point about it being blurred, but going back to communication, like, let's try communicating first. But I still didn't think he handled that situation well. Well, I mean, there, it was a lose-lose. Like, that's not... They were clearly in a fight, and, like, he wasn't going to budge. They're both, like, stubborn people, so that's, like, not, you know. uh, I think it was just, it was, they should have worked their stuff out before doing anything like that. Yeah, but he, but then he trusted her enough to ask her if they should make um, Mike a senior partner. Yeah, I mean. Which I I thought was interesting. You just finished saying you don't trust your judgment, and then you're asking what Right, but, I mean, he didn't trust it in the moment. Like, they've had such a history. It's like being a married couple. Like, clearly they're not, which, as we were discussing this, but, you know, you don't lose faith in them, like, as human beings. It's like, yeah, right now you screwed up, so, like, we're not on good terms. But that doesn't mean that, like, I have... Don't trust anything you say. Weren't you kind of shocked that jo- that Donna Donna said that Mike wasn't ready? I was kind. Of, I wasn't um, expecting that. From yeah, her. but I mean, I, she's right. I mean, I don't think he's ready either. Um, and and yeah, and, and I think that that was nice because Harvey is such a fan. Like they're they're such good friends, uh, Harvey and friend and Mike. So I think that he that kind of clouds his judgment a little bit. Like he wants to help Mike out. It's the same with, you know, uh, Oliver and Mike. Mike, like, feels bad for Oliver. Like, he wants their friends, so he, like, wants to let him win. But, you know, in this world of, uh, it's like a very doggy dog like, the, they are representing their clients, and if their clients have, you know, are pitted against each other, then they have, like, they're obligated to do the best that they can do to win. And so, you know, it's a competitive thing, and, and, it's, you know, all is fair in love and war. Like, obviously, like, not, they're not going to, like, uh, defame anybody's, like, reputation, like, so bad. But I think that they will do, they should do everything they can to win their their case. Yeah, and I mean, he has, obviously, has the criteria for it. I do agree that I think that he just became an attorney right away. He has to build up. You have to actually put the dues in, put the time in. Because, I mean, he right. took the quality foods case 
from what Alex was saying, 30 million sounds great. He ended up getting $120 million. Pretty awesome. Strong armed the guy saying, you better make sure that 20% yeah. makes it to the truck. That's incredible. Yeah, that's 30, quite a job. Yeah, because it went from 30 and then it uh, went to 90, and then he was just like, no, nope, yeah. so 120. Has this, he does have the skill set, but I do agree that he needs the time to earn it. It's almost like sometimes in life, we need to actually work right, for something, right. or we won't. That's not that we won't appreciate it when we have it, but you just need the different levels of experience. So totally. I do agree with that. And I thought Mike handled it well. Like when Harvey told him the truth, and I was loving this episode because it is about the hard facts, and you just got to tell people what it is. When Harvey actually was honest with him and said, hey, I don't think you're ready, I really like Mike's answer. He's like, you know what? Got to focus on the wedding anyways. Let's talk in six months. Yeah. So that's and an that, option yeah. for six months. Totally. And that was that was cool. I'm glad that Rachel and Mike like finally realized like they do need to team up and, and be together more and make it a priority. I mean, there isn't... Like Mike said, when you know Harvey felt bad about like the promotion and everything, you know, I, I think Mike realized like, hey, like I don't need to. You don't need to go zero to six. He's in great position right now. He's a junior partner. He gets like a lot of autonomy to do his own cases and everything. And so it's like, why? Like he doesn't need that. Like it's not like like Lewis basically dreamt of of name partner like since the day he was born like clearly in the flashbacks he was like twirling a baton and like thinking about law yeah so you know I think for Mike it's just like he wants to do good like that's his reasoning for getting into the business and and helping people and like fighting the good fight and and defending people to the best of his ability because he's a genius and sharing that skill set to to help people like from the system uh, whatever the case may be, is is really cool. And I think that he is in a position to do that. So it's, like, not about the money. It's not about his name. Like, he doesn't care about fame at all. He doesn't need his name on the wall. He'd like it, obviously. He wouldn't turn it down. But, uh, you know, he loves Rachel Moore. Yeah. And, like, as, as we and all know. And finally going to talk about the wedding. Yeah, exactly. The, the news and gossip section of the... <laughs> Of the episode, I think everybody knows now, obviously, Rachel's character, um, Meghan Markle, is becoming a princess, marrying um, into the UK royalty fam, uh, which is crazy. I mean, great for her. She, yeah. that's, <laughs> I, I mean, who I doesn't want to be a princess? Who, who wouldn't? <laughs> um, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool did stuff. You, did you see that she had a photo of herself like years ago in front of the palace? And right. She's like, I want to be a princess. Well, mission accomplished. Dreams can happen. Meghan Markle, done and done. You know what? You know what's interesting is um, I forget how many after shows ago it was. I was talking about how I noticed in season season seven her character has changed so much. Right. She was always in bed with Mike. They always were kissing and on each other. Yeah, they cut and that out. Yeah, they cut no, that up. And I made that point. And I forget someone had said in the chat they were like, "No, that's I don't think it has anything to do with it." But it does because supposedly a part of her contract, aside right. from leaving the show, was that she's not allowed to be doing, or like it didn't say that in the contract, but it alluded that that's kind of why she pulled away from doing these mm-hmm. scenes, um, just because you know. Princess can't Yeah, be. no, I, and it totally makes sense. I mean, if I was a prince, I'd be like, nope, you're not kissing another dude. I don't <laughs> care if it's your job. Nope. Um, which, you know, again, if you're royalty, you kind of have the power to say, like, that's not really, we don't do that in our fam. So if you want, if you want in this bubble. <laughs> but I respect her for actually finishing off the right, season. Right. She could have just been like, hey, I'm exactly, off to princess exactly. duty. Her wedding's in like two months. 
So it's coming up. It's yeah. very soon. And, and uh, you know, again, obviously people knew about that because it's been heavily publicized that she's becoming royalty. But what's interesting is since she's leaving at the end of this season, uh, which the news that just came out is that uh, Mike's character will also be leaving. So, well, they kind of go yeah. hand in hand. Exactly. And I was, I was curious how they were going to handle that, you know, knowing that Rachel's going to leave. It's like... Is she going to die? Like, is she going to move away? Like, what's going to happen? Like, how does Mike exist now without Rachel? Um, and so that, I think, is really cool. You know, I think the actor and the writers and everybody involved made the right decision. It sucks to see Mike leave because he is such a huge part of the He's show. He's an integral part of the show. I'm and almost exactly. wondering what they're going to do. I mean, in the beginning, it was, like, more him than Harvey. And obviously, Harvey's my favorite character, but... Mike <laughs> is such a huge part of the show, and, like, it won't be the same with Adam. That being said, I think they are doing right by the characters, Mike and Rachel. And I think that there wouldn't be – we've come so far with them. I wouldn't want to see – if Rachel's got to go, then, like, Mike's got to go with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think they have to honor who these characters are and whatever they – whatever curveball they figure out to, that brings them away should happen. And maybe maybe in the future we can get some at least Mike cameos yeah. from, from time And listen, time. it's a part of life. Growth is a part of life. And speaking of growth – if you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life, for those of you who do, we've got the perfect podcast for you. We have Conversations with Maria Menounos. It's podcast edition, and it's hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder, which is Maria, and it drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. I feel like Louis Litt should go there. From health to wellness and career, relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and hit subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos, and guess what? It's free. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know that we sent you there from the Suits After Show, of course, JB and Lena. And Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Make sure to check it out, and good luck to Rachel and Mike. Yeah. And wherever they go in life. Exactly. I, I I have a feeling they're going to do fine. I mean, they're both so smart. Mike's a like, certified genius, and Rachel is just a complete boss, so they're going to be they're going to be okay. Uh, maybe they'll start their own firm overseas somewhere or just like retire. Actually, it was interesting. Um, I wanted to go to next Oliver. You notice how mm-hmm. they're kind of setting up Oliver where they're referring to him as the old right. Mike Ross and that now Mike Ross acts like heartbeat. Yeah, no, exactly. So they're, do you they're, think they're setting up Oliver to kind of be the new, not the new Mike Ross. There's only one right, Mike Ross, right. but kind oh, of man, come yeah. in as the new character because like they kept making those references in the. They last could. Episode. I mean, I I think the the uh, Oliver Mike relationship is good, and and I like how it's mimicking the Mike Harvey relationship. And they kind of even talked about it, and he was like, Mike even said how hard it was to kind of dish out those harsh lessons and, like, kind of, uh, you know, tough love moments. Even It's even harder than, like, getting getting that loss thrown back in your face. And that was a really cool moment to see that growth of Mike stepping to the next level and being like, okay, I have to do this. At the same time, Oliver has to know that, like, you know, you have to know your boundaries. You have to know, like, yeah. you can't gamble it is a gamble at the end of the day and if you gamble too much like then you could lose it all and that's exactly what happened and and you don't learn 
lessons, I don't think, to the fullest extent until you make that mistake, until you, like, learn firsthand, okay, like, never do that again. Yeah, you're always a product of all your failures. And what I finally loved about Mike is that he made a decision. He was always feeling guilty about both sides. Right. You know, because before he came back to the firm, he felt like he owed the foundation. So now he would always go back and forth. He actually went, remember when Donna came into Harvey's office, she's like, do you know what Mike did? Like, he was working on the protein powders in favor of the opposing team. Right. So it's finally Mike makes a decision to pick a side. And I think that's probably, like, a sign that he's grown. Definitely. Because I know Donna was saying she hasn't really seen him act as if, like, he should be a senior partner. I think this is definitely a step towards it. But obviously we know it's not going to be a step towards it because we know he's taking a step out. So something's going to happen where he's on his way out. Right, right. And that'll be interesting to see how that develops and how they play that out. I mean, again, everything is setting it up, so he would be more part of the firm. So to to pull him out is going to be an interesting thing. And it's got to be huge for both those characters to be pulled away. And and, uh, I don't know, I'm very curious, like, how the writers play that out. I know. Because I don't don't know, you were talking about Oliver. I don't think that he would be... That he works with the other characters, like without Mike. Again, it's so, like Mike is kind of the key cog in that whole relationship. So, I don't know if Oliver would be able to have a direct re- re- relationship with any of the characters. Lewis, Harvey, even um, Alex. Uh, Don- I mean, he's no direct ties to anybody, and unless Har- Harvey's Mike, not a fan Mike at all. Unless Mike brings him in. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know if you would do that. I mean, Oliver, again, his main case was that he is fighting for the little guy and, you know, is a better version of Mike that, you know, won't sell out, essentially. And so for him to do so and get hired by the firm, I I don't think would work out. Plus, they've always had a huge thing about being Harvard only, despite Mike. (laughs) Well, it's Lewis Litt's favorite thing to be Harvard only. And let's talk about Lewis Litt, because that was by far my favorite part of the episode. Lewis and Sheila. Dude, Lewis! Lewis is in. He's a bad man. Lewis is a bad man. <laughs> he's bad. He's a badass man. <laughs> he I went, was so impressed. He went from the guy under the bleachers that couldn't even be the bad boy right. to the bad man. And Sheila at the end was She's like, kind of away. "Who is?" She this? was like, "What?" He might get her back. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, no. I mean, I think he is, like he's gro- like grown so much, and uh, these past few episodes have really shown that. Like he's had such great moments of complete sage advice like the, the i can't believe this is the same lewis lit that we're talking about like being like the voice of reason for all these characters that have kind of uh you know when the everything's hitting the fan and he's like saying but is he the voice of reason yeah I, he's had moments i mean he I'm obviously about his final decision with sheila you think I, that was reason <laughs> uh yeah well i mean i think he finally realized that what he wanted to do. I mean, I, I don't know if it was, like, either way. I think he just, like, made a decision, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to play it, and that's uh, – I'll deal with it later. And and I think that's a huge step forward with Lewis. Like, he doesn't have to think about everything like it's the end-all game. Because he's always been such zero to 60. Like, he's always been, like, okay – like, he rushes forward – full force to and it's like I want to marry you and have kids and everything and like that'll be it and you know you can't always think that way it's great to ha- to plan for that but you, sh- you can also live in the moment and I think that's what he's doing well like, we finally all know how it all stemmed from insecurity from his childhood right. and that's actually something I really liked in this pretty episode rough. I like that they were doing flashbacks like yes. it was showing 
Harvey with his dad in the studio. Yeah, and that whole thing with the but record it's executive. All because of Mitzi. 1986. God, Mitzi with the hair. Classical Mitzi with the hair. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. it's interesting to see this young Louis Slit walking into the house and he acted so much like the current Louis Slit. Right. He's the guy that was talking as if he was an attorney back then and the parents, Mitzi's parents loved him, and the girl had to lie and say that she was hanging out with Lewis to be able to hang out with the jock. And it's interesting because his psychiatrist said that you're always looking for girls that are unavailable. Like in all right. those relationships, one of them was pregnant with another man's child. Now Sheila is in a relationship with yeah, and he's always he's always been weeks. been willing to kind of bend backwards uh, to make that happen. And I think this that's like the newest Lewis when he became the bad man. He was like, no, I'm going to just do me, and then people will either like f- either f- get down with it or not. Like, and that's a really cool thing where he's finally being the one that's in control. And I think he's really? always like said. Yeah, because he was like, "No, this is happening. We're not gonna get. We're not gonna do this. We're gonna do it my way. We're gonna leave the door unlocked. We're gonna like. I don't care if we get caught. Like, boom, this is happening. I'm going up. I don't and know. You're if this, I don't know if this is the male female perspective because my interpretation was like when we're doing the flashback right. is his insecurity has stemmed from when he was a kid with this girl. No, Mitzi. it definitely did. And he overheard her saying he's a nice guy. Like Mitzi was actually backing him up. She's like, "No, don't say that about him. He's not a dweeb." You know, he's a nice guy, he's this, he's that. And then she finishes off by saying, but I'm into bad boys. So I feel like it's actually stemming from insecurity. His thing with Sheila is like, I'm going to be the bad boy, I'm going to get her. No, I think, like, well, I I mean, sort of, I guess. But I think he, because of that moment, he was like, I never want to be this guy that is the bad boy that, like, ruins other nice guys like me's lives. And I think that's where it was like... She this, was engaged, though. He's ruining Exactly, life. and that's why he went to her and was like, screw this, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to be that guy that ruins another dude's, like, marriage. Like, that's screwed up. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the, whatever that guy's name was, like, Dave or whatever, or Drake. Yeah, but then he showed up to her office. Exactly, but he, he's doing it on his own terms now. It's not like, okay, I'm going to be the bad boy and we can keep doing it your way and, and whatever, like, with this affair. He's like... No, <laughs> I'm down to hook up. This is like, uh, let's do that first. Then we'll figure out uh, everything else out. And I'm going to do me. And like, that's that's way different than him just playing the bad boy like she wanted. Watch now that he's taking charge, he's going to end up with Sheila. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, he can easily pull and like through now his actions, like, he can get. Sheila back to him, like, for himself. He can say that. Like, this, Lewis, like, after they uh, hopefully clean up their office, her <laughs> office, that he can be like, yeah, you know, I want this to continue, and but I don't want you to be seeing him. So. I will say by far, I think Lewis has grown more in this show than any other character. Mm. Perhaps, yeah. I mean, I think... He did yeah. have a psycho no, that's, moment, that's though, call. when he made an I, appointment. I so. When he made an appointment with, like, the investigator, he had, like, the three appointments... I mean, kudos to Dr. Lipschitz. The dude works wonders because, yeah, Lewis is a completely different person now. And he continues to grow. He is such a great guy now. And I think that Sheila should, like, um, give everything up to to be with him. And I think that – I hope they have kids as well because I think that's, you know, that's what Lewis wants. And even though he said that that was something that he was willing to give up, realizing how much he loves Sheila, I think that it would be cool – if 
the bad man gets everything that he wants. I'm pro. I'm very pro Hulis now, which is weird to say because he was, uh, you know, he was an enemy for for so many years of of Harvey and everybody and and in the show. So it's Lewis Lewis has always been very aggressive when it comes to work in the firm. But I've noticed in relationships because of his insecurity, he always takes the back seat. So it's interesting to see that if he actually comes out and is his own, how he's like taking charge with Sheila, right. he'll probably end up getting everything that he wants. Yeah. But not if, yeah. not if he's crazy Lewis. Exactly. There's, like, exactly. there's he, variations of Lewis. There's like the backseat totally. Lewis, the crazy like hiring an investigator Lewis. you got to get the Lewis exactly. in between. Exactly. Yeah. He needs to be calm and collect. Like when Sheila's he face. Makes moves. When she's like following him, she's like, where do I go? Do I follow yeah. him? <laughs> Exactly. I mean, as long as he takes a deep breath before he does any anything rash and just like thinks everything through, he is a methodical guy. So I, I have confidence in in the whatever they've he and Doctor Lipschitz have, have worked out with. Doctor Lipschitz said, "I know you're not a bad boy." Right. Well, yeah, and, and he's he doing exactly what Doctor exactly. Lipschitz didn't think he was going to do. Well, he's not a bad boy. He's a bad man, <laughs> which is a, a difference. And I think that's a key distinction. Even though, it, like, sounds obviously it sounds more badass, but I think being a man means knowing what's going to happen and being like aware of all the consequences and like owning that, taking responsibility for that, and sticking by his values. Like he knows still that he doesn't want to be in an affair and so I think he was like I, I want to be with you let's do that but if you want like I, and so I think but moving forward but he's in forward, an affair yes but I think he's going to make my prediction is that he will make uh, let's just do predictions actually okay but before we go into predictions he he's convinced himself he doesn't apply to the rules no 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 I, do, I, I disagree Donna, I completely when, disagree okay but I hold think, on hold on when Donna walked into the office and she told Lewis finally what was going on, because Lewis is like, what's going on between you and Harvey? Right. And she told him what she did. Lewis was so against it. Like, you know he's in a relationship. Why would you do that? Why would you put Harvey in that situation? So you're so against that, but yet when it comes to yourself, he's like thrown all no, the rules out no, the window. No, no, see, I, I think you're mis misreading it. I mean, I, the Donna situation was different because she knew exactly what she was doing, she was starting a fire. Like, that's messed up. Like, you shouldn't... Like, they have a happy thing going. She knowingly went in and did something that would put him in a... to Like, that would ruin it. And did, to some extent. Like, they recovered, but that's messed up. Lewis, like, he was... Re, like, he didn't ask for that. She came to him. She pretty much... I mean, he went through with it, but, like, she, like, cautioned him for this affair. So that's a little bit of a different story. Plus, now I, I know that he's continuing with it, knowing that she's with someone else. But I almost guarantee that he's going to put an ultimatum out that says, like, I can, like, I want to be with you. I want this to continue. You need to leave your husband, like, or not get married. No, and I get She's your, not married yet, so it's still. Listen, I get your point. I'm saying that it's valid in the sense that totally. he wasn't the aggressor, but. At the end of the day, it's still cheating. And it is. It is. It is. Surface and started, he still is blinded when it comes to himself. Which I'm hoping- I don't think he's blinded because he was about to break it off. He was going to stop doing it because he knows of the repercussions. Donna acted not even acknowledging that there would be repercussions, and that's the difference. Like he, but I don't think Donna was malicious. You're making Donna sound. I don't think she meant to I do it, she but was- she didn't. She didn't think about it. I mean, yeah. we do have to wrap because we. Uh, yeah. uh, have, we can talk about this all day, but I do think that she 
she, I don't think she she went in no like, hey, I'm gonna ruin Harvey's relationship. Never, never in a million years would she think that way. But she definitely acted on and not even thinking about what would happen. She was like, no, I'm definitely. gonna do me. Oh crap, that screwed up. She didn't, literally went off of that. what Lewis and what Mike said to her and applied it to herself and just right. ran with it. Yeah, she's a little impulsive, which we all um, it happens to the best of us. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure it will happen a bunch of more times in, in this season with all these characters. Speaking of which, let's make some predictions. Ah, uh, predictions. You know, all I'm gonna say is I really hope they don't kill Mike and uh, Rachel off. Right, right. I yeah, I really I agree. I I would hate that's such a. Because what other way would he get rid of them unless? They're going to kind of be like a Jessica role. You know, like Jessica's right. still on the phone and kind of just pops her head in. I'm really hoping it's not one of the cases comes back, someone that wasn't happy. Right, right. Yeah, I really, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't want it to be an old issue like Mike's past and, and his uh, fraud thing. I mean, there are previews and stuff that you guys can check out on, on USA's, USA's website that show the wedding happening. So I do think they're going to get married. Um, and just the universe of, of Suits itself, I don't think would, would really, it'd be weird if they like got killed or something or, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a very interesting, I don't know how you wrap them out of the show in an organic way that it, that's authentic to the characters in the show. Yeah. And especially cause Jessica never really went away. Right. <laughs> so would it make sense? Like the yeah. only thing I can think of like a permanent way and I'm hoping that's not it. Right. Because... You know, Rachel's parents still, like, her dad's also an attorney. Right. Like, they cross paths, yeah. too. So I'm like, how are you going to get rid of them then? Totally. And and I think that that might be the way. I mean, I was, I've been trying to rack my brain around, like, how you pull these characters out. And I think that, you know, knowing that Rachel's dad uh, owns, like, an international lawyering division, division, maybe he hires Rachel to, like, run that. And, like, she move, she's got to move maybe to London, for instance. <laughs> And, you know, Mike, know, like, knowing that uh, he wants the marriage to work, I think, would go with her. And I could see that happening. Like, the characters do exist, and they just relocate. Uh, Mike leaves the firm that way. If Rachel gets married in this season, like you said on the teasers, then Megan's getting married twice this year. Exactly, yeah. Figuratively <laughs> and uh, in real life. IRL, as they say. <laughs> I just hope uh, they're not getting killed off. That's totally. all I hope. Yeah, let's hope not. Uh, it'd be a little too soapy for this show. But um, we will have to find out next week. Hopefully we'll find out some new stuff. Uh, until then, where can the people find you? You can find me at Lena Nori all over the internet. And make sure to tweet us or comment below what you guys think is going to happen with exactly. Rachel and Mike. Exactly. Because we have no idea. And Steve's back next week. Steve's back. We'll have uh, more to talk about with him. I'm sure he's got a plenty to say. Thanks for tuning in tonight, guys. I'm JB. You guys can follow me everywhere at Hey John Blake. Tune in next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.